friends, uh, welcome to the third and final installation in this season series of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I'm your host, Maggie. And I'm also your host. My name's Laura. Also wild to think that we have fans that listen to this podcast. Yeah. Like when you address them, yeah, we were fans. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's what you would describe the people who listen to this podcast as. Yeah, we got an email from someone from Iowa. My yeah, that was state. really nice. Which is a good reminder for all of our listeners out there to keep emailing us because... <laughs> because Did you do that when I drank water? <laughs> I didn't think you were going to laugh that hard. Oops. Um, it's, uh, we, love, we love an email. We love an email and we'll respond. Love in the form of email is our modern day Lara Jean love letter. Oh my god, you're so right. You know, there's Sleepless in Seattle. No, what am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of you got, You've Got Mail. Yeah. And that's also Tom Hanks. I think that is Tom Hanks. I'm okay. really surprised they haven't done like a remake of You've Got Mail because like it feels like they would do like an updated like version with like Tinder or something. Was that the one with Meg Ryan? There's one where Meg Ryan works in a bookstore. That's that one. It is so goddamn boring. Oh my god, I really, and I remember because I watched it with you and our friend Wiggy for the first time and I have really good memories of it being like a cute, fun movie. But it's like two and a half hours. And I was like, I don't remember it being this long. Because if it was yeah. a standard 90 minutes, perfect film. They just needed to put what I was there for early in the beginning, which is Meg Ryan in a black turtleneck. Yep. That's all I needed. Yep. And I needed that in the first five minutes. Some... And then I could have just bowed out. Maggie, I'm going to say what a lot of us are thinking is you probably could have just Googled that and not had to sit down for a movie. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> the... I could have just Googled it and gotten the very quick satisfaction of a Google. Wow. But the movie was two and a half hours long and Meg Ryan, I'm pretty sure, is pictured on the movie cover in a turtleneck. So yeah. I'm thinking she's going to wear a turtleneck for two and a half hours. You're so right. Kind of like our listeners could have just Googled the summary <laughs> to uh, to All the Boys 3 Always and Forever Larging, but instead they're here listening to us. So sometimes we do need that just extended satisfaction that you can't get from a quick Google search. Yeah, sometimes we trudge through muck to <laughs> listen to what we love. <laughs> <laughs> good good use of the word muck. Like what a, what a what a word of the day. I really her son, her and Dennis Quaid's son Jack Quaid has been growing on me recently. He's also I think he's really hot. Yeah, the boys. Yeah. Like, I've been watching it recently. He's also in Screen Five. Oh yeah. I just watched. He did a rom com with the girl from Pen Fifteen, Maya Erskine. Okay. And it was actually really funny. He like he has like rom com guy energy. So I think I have to go watch that movie. Is what I'm oh is what I'm hearing. Laura, there is a line in there that you will laugh at so hard. Oh, it is, it's, it's very fun. It's a good rom com. Uh, and you want to know what else is a good rom com? Me and Maggie just being friends doing a podcast about romance books. We've got rom and we We've bring got the com. com. <laughs> so I guess uh, without further ado, let's dive into our little rom with rom. <laughs> It's a stretch, but I'm going to allow it because it was so stupid that it was really funny. Romp with Rom. Uh, rom, Rom. Not Rom Emanuel. Rom. We're romance. romping with Rom. Yes. Um, as we do. Um, so, okay. Opening up the gate. I got maybe like 30 pages into this book when I realized this book picks up a year after where we left off. Like, I don't know what I was doing when I started it, but I finally got to a point where I was like, oh, oh, this is like, like a year has passed since yeah. the last book. Because they're not juniors anymore. They're, no. like, talking about college. They've had colleges. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah, like, people, some people are, like, early admitted. They've been dating for a year at this point. 
Um, Margo has a new boyfriend. Dad's been dating Trina. Like, things have just been going on for a minute, and we gotta just, like, catch up. Things have been going on. And Not- honestly, a great place to pick up this book rather than having it, like, the, the first two books were back-to-back, and then this one is just like, great, let's let's move, move into the future a little bit. So yeah. what happens next? A lot of things happening for the characters. Kitty has her dog. Yeah. I think that might be it for Kitty. Yeah, Kitty. But Kitty's, she's ten. Kitty's definitely less of a um, presence in this book. Yeah, it's hard to have, like, anything important going on when you're 10 years old. That's so true. I don't think I had anything important I couldn't going tell on. you a single thing that happened when I was 10. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender was coming out on Nickelodeon. That was really important That to sounds me. about right, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we pick up this book. They're hanging out at a, after a lax game, and Peter and Margie are at this party. They're being super lovey-dovey, being in a, a relationship for so long. They leave the party to make out, which is cute. Yeah, they got to make her 1 a.m. curfew. Um, and they got a few minutes left, so they decide to go to UVA uh, because Peter is in already, and that's where Laura Jean really wants to go because she'll be close to home, and they have this whole plan set that they're going to go to college together. It's also one of the better public state colleges. It's considered, yeah. like, one of the Ivies, like, the public Ivy. That would make so sense. So, honestly, if it was in 15 minutes driving yeah. distance from my house, I would go. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of what, like, Ohio State is to Ohio people. Like, it's a really prestigious, like, state school. Like, it's a public school, but yeah. it's really hard to get into. UVA did, though, I'm pretty sure, have the case that kind of kicked off a little bit of talking about college sexual assault oh. problems, which is not good. That's not good. Largin shouldn't go there. <laughs> Largin shouldn't go there. But Peter really wants her to go there. He's yeah. like, I can't wait for both of us to go here. We're going to go to so many parties. Um is like, me too. I love the library. Yeah. And like, but Largin's also like, I don't want to talk too much about what we're excited about for next year because I don't want to jinx it because I'm not technically in yet, which is fair. I feel like I would be the exact same way. I'd be so stressed. Um, she also, we learned she applied to five schools, four of which are in Virginia, one in North Carolina. So she, she took a jump to, to try to get into UNC. Yes. And I think that that was her only out of state school. Yeah. I thought I was going to assume from the second book, and I actually think that this happens in the movies. I think she goes to... NYU. I think that's that happens in the movie, yeah. Because in the second book, too, she was, like, kind of obsessed with NYU. So I was, I was shocked that that wasn't the yeah. movie. Yeah, maybe the movie producers were like, hey, North Carolina isn't flashy enough for the film. Uh, which is a bummer, because North Carolina is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God, the Carolinas are very pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. So after this, Peter is trying to sleep over. And he's teasing her. He's teasing her, and he's like, I can sneak out. But she's like, no, 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 no. Um, We can't do that. And at this point, Laura... Me, present day Laura, (laughs) we still have no idea if they've had sex yet. No, they're not. We were wondering because we're like, we're pretty sure they had sex in the movie. A year later, it's It's a year year. later. At least like something. Maybe he touches her boobs sometimes. That'd be cool. I mean, if I had already, if I had gotten to a level where I was making out with a boy in high school, I think I would have lasted like. Like, like at least four or five months. I would have. Do you ever think we're friends because we didn't get to have sex in high school, so we just get to talk about what we would have done if we were in that situation? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of like similar like growing up experiences. We're both the youngest. We were yeah. kind of like loners growing up. We both lost our virginity in college. Yeah, it is. It is very wild. Yeah. Like those. Those are such definitive years that yeah. every year is like a marker yeah. of what happened. I mean, and it's, it's also so interesting because I think like you and I were both so like desperate to lose our virginity in high school that it's like, well, surely Lauren, she should have sex by now. I know, but I, 
I will say I did have friends in high school who were in like years long relationships who like refused to have sex with the person they were dating. So like it does happen. It ebbs and flows. It's so funny. (laughs) I had a high school friend I got breakfast with today and I definitely had like the chance to lose my virginity, but I was so nervous about guys. You were cool. That was cool. And this one guy I was with, he made me a mixtape CD and I remember feeling so nervous because the first song was a Blink-182 song that had a lyric that said it would be nice to get a blowjob from your mom. And I was so stressed out. And, like, I still remember being like, is this because I'm not putting out? <laughs> so we'll never know. And we'll never know unless we text him right now. <laughs> Why we're not? not? Instagram DM. I, we're drinking, so it could happen yep, after this bottle This episode wine. might be a little unhinged because Mickey and I are finishing a bottle of wine I have. Um, but back on track. <laughs> after Peter teases about sleeping over... Lara Jean's going to call Margot to talk about, you know, UVA and her plans for college. And we also learned that Margot has a new boyfriend named Robbie, and they've been dating for a minute now. And he's going to come visit soon, because, uh, and also he's British. Yes, he's going to be back for two days on summer uh, vacation. Meanwhile, Lara is also decorating Easter eggs during this time. She would. And she brings some of the Easter eggs over to the old retirement home, gives one to Stormy that she decorated, which is really sweet. And Stormy gives an equal gift back to Lara Jean, says, thank you for the egg. Here's a diamond ring. Yeah. Right? She gives her a diamond ring and she's like, you should maybe get a pink prom dress because look at this little sapphire I have for you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, dang, Stormy. Looks really nice. Yeah. Um, and then we have some more, like, neat, cu- cu- cutesy moments with uh, Peter and Lara Jean. Uh, like, they're watching movies together. Romeo and Juliet's the one that they're watching at this little hangout. They talk about meet cutes here. Very cute. And after the movie, they have a bit of a deeper talk on how Lara's worried that Peter's mom doesn't like her because they've broken up a lot. And we also learn that his dad is trying to reconnect with him, but he's not really here for it. Yeah. Um, Laura's dad has been going on dates with Trina, like we said. Yeah, they're a full-ass couple now. And he's getting out there and hiking more. It seems like it's a very healthy relationship Yeah, it really just, him. yeah, it definitely seems like Trina is exactly what, like, the type of person her dad needs, because he's such, like, a work dad, work dad, work dad. He doesn't, like, do anything for himself, and Trina kind of, like, brings out the fun side of him, and it's really, really cute. Yeah, he's much more energized since their mom died eight years ago. This is, like, a side that Lara hasn't yeah. seen um, to him, so that's really good, but Lara is also very stressed because, she, I mean, she still hasn't heard back from UVA. Yep. And it's springtime. Yep. So, yep. it's uh, spirit week. And it's also spirit week, uh, and for their spirit week, they also have to do their New York senior trip. Uh, they were almost going to go to Disney World, but then New York got the most boats. Um, so so that's really fun. They also dress up as Fight Club one day for one of the Spirit Weekdays. I forget what that was for. Um, yeah. I think it was movie couples was like the thing, or movie characters. Peter says Lara looks sexy. Yeah, she, yeah, he does. He's like, you look sexy as a little Marla from Fight Club. Yeah, and he also says he's going to learn how to braid her hair because Kitty won't be there to braid her hair for her uh, really when sweet. she goes to college. And it's really, really cute. Um, Lara jokes. I mean, it's a lot of just, like, very cutesy moments. Yeah, like, they're just, like, they're just kind of, like, having a good time now. Yeah, Lara's joking that Peter's not good at kissing, and then later they both say who they've all kissed, and it turns out Lara was Peter's first kiss. Ooh, which is very which sweet. Is extra cute. Up until this point, we thought it was Jen. It wasn't Jen. No. No, it wasn't. It was um, And we're on the bus to New York for our senior trip. And uh, Truth or Dare starts, and Lara Jean starts sweating because she knows that they're, like, if she 
She can't do dare because she's too nervous. And if she asks, she says truth, they're going to ask her about having sex with Peter. Because she's a virgin and she, still? And she, she doesn't want people to know that she's a virgin still. Um, which, like, fair, I wouldn't want people to know that I was a virgin still. If I, I was, was dating Peter Kavinsky. Yeah, embarrassing. Luckily, the teacher puts a DVD in, and that just kind of splits the game up. Yeah, and we also just get, like, a little update on Jen. She's not much of a character in this book. She has a new boyfriend, and her parents are fully divorced now. Yeah. So, like, cool. That storyline wrapped up. <laughs> she's processing it on her own, I guess. She's just, she's not really existent. Yeah. Which is good, because they're in New York City, the city of romance. The city of stars and love and apples. Uh, they go to the Empire State Building, which fun. I've been to New York a few times, and I still have never been to the Empire State Building. I haven't either. Maybe we should go to New York and go to the Empire State Building. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. It feels like it would be overpriced. I feel oh, like yeah. it's one that I would get there and I would it'd be kind of like It'd of kind of be like going to the Sears Tower like here where it's yeah. like you only go sometimes because it's like 40 bucks to ride an elevator and go like here it is. It would be fun if we could take wine up there but I'm sure they're like There's it's probably a tall. bar up there. We could recreate Sleepless in Seattle. We sure could. Speaking I don't even think I've seen Seattle. that movie. Um, but speaking of which... Peter's got a really good idea how to ask Lara Jean to prom on top of this building. Yeah, he's trying to orchestrate a very cute moment where he asks Lara in a rom-com way to prom with this teddy bear that says, will you go to prom with me? And she says no. No, what if? No, she says yes. (laughs) Obviously, she says yes. They ride to their hotel in New Jersey that night. They take a tour in Central Park the next day. And then Peter um, runs off to go get... Lara Jean, this chocolate chip cookie she really wants because she said it in passing, which is cute. It's just cute. Anytime, like, anybody you're dating remembers something you said in passing, it's the best feeling. It is so nice. I know. Yeah. It is really sweet. I think an in passing gift or you notice something that the person needs and yeah. gives it to them are like two of the sweetest gifts. So true. That's like the best gesture. Yes. Um, and Peter, on like their last day before they're getting on the buses, he wakes her up to watch the sunrise on the roof of the hotel. So like everybody out there listening that you're in a relationship, none of us will ever be to standards of Peter Kavinsky. No one will ever measure up. Like I'm even like even as an adult, I love my partner. I yeah. don't think I don't think I, I don't like, uh, yeah, I've been in a relationship for years at this point. I don't think I I could ever measure up, no matter how many nice gestures I've done. No, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they're imagining their life in New York Mm -hmm. after college there. I guess this is the New York book. I thought it was last book, but also, yeah, so much has been happening. Yep. And, you know, it's very sweet. They're like, maybe we should move to New York after we graduate. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about it. Take on the concrete jungle. Um... When they get back home, Lara Jean is still troubled about UVA because she's like, I gotta get an answer soon. It's stressing her out. She ends up doing some late night baking to calm her nerves. I usually drink a whole bottle of wine myself which when is I'm anxious, but... equal to baking. <laughs> equal. Both are equal. healthy. Both are, both both are, are equally healthy. healthy. Yes. Um. So she's doing that, and her dad can't sleep either, so he comes trotting downstairs, and he says that he's in love with Trina, which is really cute. Yeah, he's like, do you like her? Because um, I love her. Uh, and she's like, of course I do. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cute. Trina's um, great. Trina the next day, uh, she figures out, she figures out it's the big day. The University yeah, of Virginia results are going out. And she didn't get in. Yikes. Yeah, and it was kind of building up to that. Like, I was not oh, surprised. Like. 
with all the excitement and all of that, the energy and the nervousness, I was like, I know you, Jenny Han. I know what you were building up to. She's not going to get in. Yeah. Uh, Peter, stunned. Peter's Peter's jaw on the floor, stunned. He tries to skip this game for her, but she's like, no, no, no. I can process this on my own. You you go play your little game. Um, and so she goes home and does what we all do when we're depressed, takes a nap. Yeah. Honestly, great for Laura Jean. Handling things herself effectively rather than letting it ruin her. And when she wakes up, she cries to her dad, which we all do when we're depressed. Exactly. My dad's the best. When I got fired from my job, I called him and he was trying to scheme ways to get back at the company. And That's I was so like, funny. That's great. That's a good dad. That's a good dad. Um, But Lara, uh, Peter also comes uh, to Lara's window to kind of just like talk to her about it. And she's kind of just, like, thinking about all of the things that she's not going to be around for. Like, Kitty's first period is, like, the first thing she thinks of. Because yeah. she's like, I had this whole speech prepared. Not losing her virginity. Not That's losing her virginity. Not on her mind. Laura Jean, what a, what a, mat, like, a sadist, like, more excited about her sister getting her period. Do you think she's saving it for marriage? No. Like, at this point, what is, what is holding her I up? I mean, it's probably just, like, a, a lot to, like, think about. Especially, I feel like, if you were going to have sex with somebody who would already had sex, I feel like I would be really nervous, too, you know? That is true. I guess at 28, it is easy to discount the feelings I had of pure anxiety at 18. Yeah. You're like, you're like, it's like walking I used to, point. Yeah, I know. I used to get, like, nervous, like, holding people's hands. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, yes, that fear. Yeah. I, I will say the one thing that has stuck into adulthood, not like once you get into a relationship, mm-hmm. but I was always nervous about kissing new people. No matter how many times I've done it. Like by 26, 27, I was like, I'm good at it, I know it, but I'm, I was always so stressed out and nervous. I was wow. like, what if I'm a bad kisser? I never got that nervous about kissing new people. I got excited. I always did. I'm a little kiss monster. That's what's <laughs> up. <laughs> Laura's a little kiss monster. As we know, we know I'm a little kiss monster and Meg's a little kiss virgin. And I'm a little kiss virgin. At t- 28, I've definitely lost my virginity, but I've but never, I've never been kissed. Just like the movie. That's sweet. <laughs> and... So after this depression nap, after dad cheers her up, Margot also sends her, and I'm sorry, and she cries. And, you know, Kitty doesn't really admit that she's going to miss her when she goes to a school further away, which is now what the option is on the table. Yeah, she does talk to Mrs. Duvall about it, uh, just, like, everything. And Mrs. Duvall definitely cheers her up and was, like, hang, like saying, like, hey, you're going to get into one of these other schools, and you'll still have, like, a great experience there. And other people are so- showing her that there are multiple paths that someone can take outside of college. So Chris true. is saying she's going to go abroad. She's going to straight up skip college. She's going to work on a farm for a year and then maybe go back to college eventually. And that's comforting. And then the other shoe drops and she's like, by the way, uh, it, since you're not going to college with Peter, you should maybe have someone keep an eye on him while yeah, you are doing Chris, now is not the time. This cannot be comforting. Chris, yeah, Chris reminds me of like a friend who just like cannot understand that there's like a time and a place to share your opinion no but she does try to offer some helpful <laughs> advice which is laura frame a photo of yourself so girls know not to mess with you yeah and peter's yours because he's gonna he's gonna wait around if yeah i'm having sex i know she's like it should be a sexy pic and then like laura jean's like well maybe i can like do like a nice picture of me in an apron and it's like that's called compromise and that's what's really important here <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> she does get waitlisted at the university of north carolina so like that's something that's no. not a rejection yeah michael jordan went there did he no <laughs> did he go to duke i couldn't tell you michael jordan you know what i have a computer in front of me yeah you do it, he was the charlotte hornets so i think he did go to unc okay right 
I think. I couldn't tell you. Um, while you're looking this up and finalizing <laughs> this really hard-hitting fact for the podcast, because our listeners... If they in North Carolina for three years. Okay, perfect. I was going to say, if our listeners love one thing, it's YA and Michael Jordan. <laughs> it is. The Target <laughs> audience reach. The the circle overlaps. The yeah. diagram is Michael Jordan on one side, Jenny Hong on the other, and it's Yahweh yeah, Reddit audience. Meal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we leave off? Gosh, oh, I just Oh, she gets so... into uh, William and Mary. Yeah, good for her. She's doing that. So she has a plan now. Her plan is, I'm going to go hate my life for a year at William and Mary, and yeah. then I'm going to transfer to UVA. Yeah, Peter and her kind of ha- hatch this plan that, like, she'll, she'll get in after her first year, and they'll still be able to visit each other, because it's only, like, an hour or so away from each other. Like, they're not super far. Virginia is not very big, so... Uh, they can they can make it work. And, you know, good for her. That is one thing I will say. I never planned my life around a guy. Even yeah. the guy I was dating at 19. I was trying to transfer out of my college. But, you know, we are... It's it's neither here nor there. Neither here her. nor there. Good for her. Um, She has a little bit of a distraction for a bit because Margot is there with her new boyfriend, Ravi. And he's nice and he's British and he's hot. He is. He sounds That's really like hot. That's literally how he's described. It's like he's nice, he's British, and he's hot. Margot comes in guns a-blazing. I mean, Margot also did this in, like, the, the first time she came back from college. But Margot is, like, it's been a year and she still hasn't, like, gotten used to the fact that life goes on without her. And it's like, you'd think she'd, like, be aware of it now. She's got such a weird complex with her dad's uh, sex life. Yeah. She's, like, miffed that Trina is his girlfriend. Which, why? Yeah, she, like, she's, like, mad like, that, like, things in the house are rearranged. And that, like, you know, basically that her dad and sisters have a life outside of her. She's like, I guess I don't have control over everyone now. Yeah, and it's like, Margo, you never had control over everyone. You just thought you did. Yes. She puts her foot down and says, my boyfriend is staying with me in my bed, um, which really upsets her dad. And, oh. Uh, Weird Alexa complex on both ends. Yeah. And, 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 like, her, her dad, like, kind of corners her after the fact and is like, hey, Margo. Uh, it, it would just make, I know you guys, like, sleep in the same bed while you are at school, but, uh, it would just make me feel more comfortable if you, if you did it here. And Margo throws a fit. Oh, and they do this at dinner in front of yeah. everyone. So it's, it's really it's awkward. awkward. Yes. And so he ends up, oh, Ravi, though, is such a good guy. Oh, yeah, he is. Ends up moving his bags to the guest room because he's like, obviously, I want to make a good impression on your dad. It's not a big deal if I sleep in the guest room. Yeah, he's like, I'm only going to be here for two days. Like, it will be okay. And dad loves this. Yeah, and uh, Margo also gets mad at Trina during this because Trina's, like, siding with her dad, and she's like, well, what does she know? And why is there fresco in the house? Yeah, like, Margo, Margo really, like, could just pick more things to put her energy into. Really type A. Yeah. They have an okay moment, though. Like, Margo is kind of fun because then they go on a double date. Robbie, Margo, Peter, and Lara to the movies. Mm. And Peter hits it off great with Robbie. Yeah. And they get custard after. Um, you know, she's... Laura is really enjoying Ravi. She's like, this is great. Yeah, she's like, we have things in common. This is so cool. They're both Hufflepuffs. And also what's nice is I, uh, there's a good moment in here where, like, Laura Jean is realizing, like, you don't have to have every single thing in common with your partner to make you a good match with them. Yes. Because she's like, Ravi, like, Ravi's majoring in, like, political science and Margo's, like, majoring in anthropology. And somehow they're still a good fit. And it's like, yeah, majors don't dictate... If you'll be a good pair or not, Lara Jean. So she is kind of, like, growing up in a sense that she's, like, kind of more aware of these things. Yeah. 
Honestly, I feel like it would be worse if you and your partner had the same major. Because right? it's like, you would have more opinions and more stake in it and thus probably feel, fight about it. I feel it. like it'd be more competitive. Yes. Whereas, like, if it's someone else, like, if my partner was in a science or a leftist, like, left brain, like, field. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it. I could learn from them. And I have zero ego. So I would be like, okay, clearly the thing you're talking about is exactly, passionate yeah. about. And I don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, I wouldn't want to date somebody who has, like, the exact same interests and career ventures no, as I do. That'd be, like, that'd be exhausting. I would No, thank it. you. Listeners, learn from us. Because then you also, like, take work home. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Exactly. Gross. Uh, so, Ravi leaves for Texas the next day. Yeah, and he does. Margo and Lara talk about Lara's plans to go to William and Mary and then transfer to UVA. And Margo's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. minute. You should enjoy your first year. And not do this for Peter. I loved that. Yeah, that was great. We rehearsed that so well. She's like, don't don't dismiss it before you give it a chance. Exactly. And so she's like, hey, I'm just like worried you're like, just like looking forward too much and you're not being present, which is a good, good lesson to learn. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Exactly. You be Journal a little bit. Um, Bake your little treats and journal. Ooh. Ooh. Treat, treats and journal? Stunning. <laughs> oh, Negro. Uh, <laughs> for a second. Spagliato. Um, All the buzzwords. SEO. Did that help? SEO. SEO trending. SEO trending. Spagliato hashtag, and Negroni. Hashtag, we said hashtag. it. Um, we did it. We got 100 listeners off of that. Uh, that instance alone. <laughs> um, but, okay. Uh, bomb drop. Dad comes in. He wants to marry Trina. This is pretty big. Pretty big shift. Oh, and Margo's there. Margo, and she's not going to like it because yeah. she wanted Dad to marry her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, so, like, yeah. This is, a, this is a good turning point where we realize, like, you know, Dad is in a place where he's moving on from his grief. Yeah. Uh, and he's, you know, kind of been been really happy. He loves the way Trina inter- interacts with his daughters. All he's- of Margot's disinterest completely goes over his head. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, he's a guy. He can't really be bothered with girl problems. He does say in a way that a man who is not aware of a situation can can deliver a devastating line that since Margot is missing the proposal, oh, we could just videotape it since you're not going to be there. Yeah. Which would my, really suck. My favorite thing is, like, Lara Jean and Margo's and Kitty's dad try so, so hard. Yeah. Uh, and, like, but he's still, like, just, like, a dad at the end of the day. Despite the fact that he's an OBGYN, like, he's, he's like, <laughs> there just there are, like, female things, nuances that he is never going to pick up on. It reminds me of, like, I saw a TikTok where, like, this woman, her husband is an OBGYN, um, and she, like, recorded a video of him, like, of her telling him, like, do you know that when women go to the OBGYN, um, they usually, like, hide their underwear underneath all of their clothes? And he was like, oh, my God, I've never even thought of that. Like, I've never even noticed. But it's like everybody, when you go to the OBGYN, if you have a vagina, it's like you're going to, like, you tuck your underwear away in your little clothes pile. Do they not do that if they get, like, a prostate exam? I don't know. Are they just like, where's my boxers? I I don't know if you, do you get fully naked if you do a prostate exam? Well, I think so because they have to, that's the, that's the finger in the butt, right? And then they they cough and then you, they like check their prostate for prostate cancer. Do they just like leave their underwear (laughs) That's what the fly in the boy underwear is for. Yeah. So you can just reach through and do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep it on. I'll just go from the front and just snake around. (laughs) 
horrible to think about. I don't know. I definitely hide, yeah, I yeah. hide my underwear. It is kind of funny. I have noticed, well, OBGYNs, honestly, and it's probably because we live in a city, so they're much more chill about, like, sexual partners. But people in Iowa, I hate the, who are your sexual partners? And then I'm like, I'm I'm gay and I'm with one. Because they'll always be like, oh, whereas it's like. They drop their clipboard. It's like, well, why didn't you, before I was throwing my snatch around, I'd be like, I'm here for a UTI. I'm here for BV. I'm here for everything. They'd yeah. be fine with that. They'd be like, oh, just stop sleeping with so many men. And like, now that you're maybe. sleeping with one woman, they're like, oh, duh, They always yell yeah, like, you. They're like, there isn't a bubble for me to fill out on my sheet for this. I know. I'm like, I'm being healthy. I'm <laughs> just in like an eccentric like, way. You're like, I literally cannot get pregnant. I cannot get an STI. What is the problem here? And they're just like, uh, but. Do they, do you have an IUD? Yeah. Okay. Do they always get really confused when you're like, I don't remember when I last had my period, or you're like, oh, I don't get my period. I, I just tell them I don't get my period anymore. Everyone's been understanding about that though, since that's like a normal consequence of IUD. They it takes them a minute to remember like why they're like, you don't get your period. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're I usually just say I don't get my period because I have an IUD now, and then I put on my sunglasses and honk my horn really loud. Man, Lara Jean would be quivering in her boots knowing that she's not going to be there for Kitty's first period. Yeah, yeah, she would, and she is still. She is. She's quivering in her boots. Uh, Dad is trying to mend the bridge. We bring it back to yes. Trina's proposal. And yes. he's like, you know what? Maybe since Margot hates my wife. <laughs> my soon-to-be wife. Trina can go prom dress shopping with you guys for Lara Jean. Uh, yeah, and, and Lara Jean is, is very much, like, respectful of Margot's boundaries. She's like, I know Margot's going to come around, but I think this prom dress thing should just be, like, a like a song girls thing. Yeah. And Dad's bumbling, like, okay, dee 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 So they um, go prom dress shopping. They don't find any acceptable dress. Yeah. Um, we also learned that Chris and Lucas, like, Lara Jean's, like, two closest friends might not go to prom. And Lara Jean is not happy about that. And they're also like, well, you'll lose your virginity on prom night. And she goes, I most certainly will not. Well, we definitely won't be there as a support system, but you should lose your virginity. <laughs> you should have sex on prom night. That's what it's there for. And uh, Laura Jean gets really nervous because she doesn't want to do that. Yeah, she's such a prude. She says, I want it to happen in college. So whatever hey, we that figure out, we figure out she wants to have it, I guess. I know. It's like, it's on her mind. She's. I think she. she's very much a person that wants like the perfect first time you know love is in the air i couldn't have been more opposite (laughs) oh i i mean we've definitely talked we have i think we talked about this last episode on the podcast i i want it to be like the movie love is in the air though because dad is proposing proposing they're going on a a hike of their favorite trail and they've got Lara jean and kitty hiding in the bushes peter's holding the camera so that they they can get a video of it all um and it's really really cute because they're just like watching as they they trot down this little path there's a waterfall they got to readjust for sound Uh, and Lara overhears kitty and peter talking yeah and peter says he's not gonna break up with Lara jean and he'll still come visit kitty while he's in college it's really sweet that was really sweet also i mean like yeah because she's going far away now he has no reason to go visit siblings exactly it's really nice but meanwhile this proposal's going down as this conversation is happening yeah dad is very nervous and Trina starts straight up choking during this on accident. And it's hilarious. It's hilarious and cringy. But she says yes. She's taken by surprise. She says yes. And they immediately start planning the wedding. They decide on a small backyard But Lara Jean does not decide on a small backyard wedding. Oh, she wants big. Lara Jean, this is like, I feel like, like the, the worst we see Lara Jean. Because she throws herself into like 
planning a wedding that these two people do not want her to plan. She's like, I have a mood board and we can go for like Victorian era style ball gowns. And like, they're like, Lara Jean, calm down. Like we both have had our weddings. Like I'm divorced. Your, your dad is a widower. Like we don't yeah. need, we don't need this. And Lara Jean's like, I will make it perfect. That's definitely me when I'm very anxious. I will make yeah. plans that can be so small, so much bigger. And I take it on all myself. Like her being like, I can bake us all eight separate cakes. Yeah. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Just ask for help and, and you know, comfort. Exactly. Um, but Trina does say that she wants all of the daughters to be her bridesmaids uh, to kind of commemorate the occasion. Mm-hmm. It's very, very exciting. Kitty wants to wear a tux, which Lara Jean is not happy about. But Trina's but like, should. But Trina's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I literally just want to marry my person. Like, that's what I'm here for. That's what they're here for. Um, And Lara Jean is also having a breakdown, as we said, about baking the eight cakes. Yeah. The guidance counselor is trying to be encouraging and get her to go to a William and Mary mixer. Yeah. But she skips it to hang out with Peter, which later her dad brings up as, like, uh, maybe, maybe disentangle your life a bit and be independent yeah. since you guys are... Moving, go yeah, to the mixer. and yeah, and like also like our teens very much like well I can't go to a mixer because we have so much like we wedding plan planning to do, uh, and we also meet uh, Trina's friend Kristen who is um, also a strong personality and has big big ideas for this wedding. Oh, she wants a big bachelorette, and Trina's like, no, I don't want a wedding shower, and yeah. if we do a bachelorette, I want it to be small so that the girls can come. Yeah, and it, this becomes like a, a big moment of Trina putting her foot down, setting herself some boundaries, and being like. Y'all need to take a step back. We're going to do what I do. It's literally my wedding. (laughs) Yes, but they do decide that Kitty cannot come because she's way too young for karaoke. Because it's at a uh, bar, too. It's going to be at a bar. So Kitty and Laura are mulling over if, um, also Trina and Dad, they're wondering if they're going to have a baby because they're very old. (laughs) (laughs) They're old. And then Laura the next day, uh, very fun, just not important to the plot, but she asked Peter what he'd do if they had a baby, and he's like, whatever you want to do, but I'd marry you, which is such a such a teenage It's such a teenage answer. answer, yeah. Well, that's also because in health class, they're like, if you're pregnant, you have to be married, so. You have to be married. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in Virginia, I would imagine. I always was like, I'm going to get an abortion. Even in high school, oh, I was I like, thought that too. I was like, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but my parents always would be like, we would force you to have it. Which How? Is, I don't know. Because I would, you know, if you're like 16 and you get pregnant, the first people I would probably ask would be, I'd be like, my parents are A, I would be delusional. I would think they would respect my opinion, and I'd just be like, what do I do now? I feel like... And that's... once they knew I was pregnant, they yeah. would not let me get an abortion. Ugh, creepy. No way. That's gross. I know. Um, that's real gross. Um, also, uh, during this uh, kind of time, uh, Dad gives Lara Jean a sex kit that uh, just has condoms and other things in it. So, like, that's exciting. There's dental dams in there, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, she's got dental dams, which, has anyone ever used? Have you, have you? No. No, I haven't either. Is it, like, a condom for a guy's mouth? Yeah, well, it's for when you go down on vagina. So do they put it in, like, is it, like, is it, like, a mouth guard? I mean, you should Google what dental dams look like, because I would just love a live reaction of this. (laughs) Okay, all right, uh, is it with a... Yeah, they're like the least sexy thing and they look horrifying. What does it protect against? I think it protects mouth against like STDs, STIs. 
So you, that's crazy. You put it over the mouth. This girl looks like she's going to the, okay, first of all, this girl looks like Cara Delevingne. Yeah. So if you Google Dental Dam, you'll find Cara Delevingne at the dentist. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a time to be alive. Um, Nuts. Uh, also, shortly after this, Trina's house sells way faster than they were anticipating because they were like, oh, it's probably going to sit on the market for a little bit. So let's put it up, up for sale now. And it sells like immediately. So and now she, Trina has to move in. She's got a ton of shit. Well, she has a whole house. Like, yeah. So combine two houses into one. I can't even imagine what that's like. There, a drama ensues because the next day at Peter's lacrosse game, Laura sits with his mom and his brother and Kitty. And the mom indicates maybe it's for the best that Lara Jean isn't going to UVA. Yeesh. Yeah, reading that, that was just like, what the fuck? Like, who says that to a teenager? Like, oh yeah, I'd be like, okay, you definitely hate me. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to take my break and go get some popcorn. And she can't miss a bullet. She can't take get a break because she runs into Peter's dad just on accident. He's just kind of stuck lurking. He's lurking. He's like, I'm proud of my son. Yeah, because, like, we know Peter doesn't have the best relationship with his dad ever since, like, he left and got a new family, which, like, fair. And he's like, I just wanted to watch him. Please don't tell him I'm here, which sucks for her. Yeah, because now she's like, well, great. Now do I also not tell my boyfriend that his mom hates me and doesn't want us to go to the same school and also that I saw his dad? I can't catch a break. She does admit that his mom talked to her, though. Later they're doing face masks at her house, and she confesses that his mom said uh, she didn't want Laura around. And Peter, being a boy... Just is like, nah. No, I mean, she just, she didn't say that. She's just maybe like thinking, William and Mary's a good path for you. I don't think she had any hidden meaning. <laughs> and it's like, Peter, you had to be there. Um, also, really cute, uh, Dad and Trina pick a wedding song, and that's like a cute little scene we get too. Yes, it's very cute. And Trina's also worried because Lara Jean is throwing herself way too much into this wedding. Yeah. Both, and she's like, enjoy your senior year. Yeah, both uh, both dad and Trina very much set like a like a tone for Lara Jean saying, like, hey Laura, you're gonna you're gonna take a backseat to this. Like you cannot do this. Like you're supposed to enjoy your senior year. We do really not we don't really want your input anymore, essentially. Yeah, and now she's like, what the fuck do I do with my time? Yeah, and uh we know what she's gonna do with her time because unfortunately we find out almost immediately after this that stormy has passed away it was really yeah. i was really sad i it didn't was, see that coming it was really sad john ambrose texts laura that stormy passed and she's so sad she calls the nursing home to have a service um and it's going to be on that thursday but peter can't go because he has um like a freshman orientation mm-hmm. a on the lawn day at uva which he really has to go to and she's like yeah okay no it's okay honestly but who does come to her memorial service? John Ambrose McLaren. Ooh. Um, and we get a little update from him. He has a girlfriend now. He's going to William and Mary, or he's between William and Mary and a school in Michigan. Um, and him and his girlfriend are doing long distance, and he's like, hey, you know what? If it doesn't work out, at least we tried. I'm in love with this girl. It's awesome. So they're like really on like friendly terms again, which is cool. Yeah, he says a lot of very comforting things. He didn't get into UNC, so it's great that she got waitlisted. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. He said UVA was super exclusive that year, even his Saludorian or whatever that is. I guess that's the second to the first, so no one cares about him. Whatever. He didn't get in. Um, and so, you know, and they're going to do long distance. His girl's going to Michigan, which yeah. damn. Yeah. From the Carolinas. Like, I don't know where William and Mary is. Virginia? I think it's in Virginia, yeah. That's very far. Yeah. 
So yeah, things are good. Uh, and Lara Jean's about to go, you know, talk to Peter. La da 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 da. I ran into John, and he's doing well. But then Peter tells her that he ran into his dad, and he's uneasy about this. And so when Lara Jean says, "Well, I also ran into John Ambrose McLaren," Peter gets doubly uneasy. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and it's a little tense. She doesn't really say the best things about his dad, too. She's like, maybe give him a chance. Ugh. Like, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Like, my mother, who's dead, do you know that? Ugh. And he's like, let's just, let's not talk about it. Yeah. And instead moves on to just being very annoying about the fact that John is also maybe going to William and Mary. Yeah. And he's like, well, would you be jealous if I told you Jen was going to UVA? And Laura's like, no, we're past that. Yeah, like, why would I be? Like, what is this game? Um, but they, they squash this, because now it's time to go to prom. It's time to go to prom. Time to go to prom. Gotta squash it, gotta go to prom. Whatever concerns they have about long distance, it is not Gone. the fucking time, because prom hey, is the end. Prom is the time to be in love, no problems. And all be all, the test of if a high school couple will have sex or stay together. God, there is, or like, both. so much pressure on, like, what a prom should be, and it's, like, it's really just, like, a fine occasion like it's not it's not as magical as it's supposed to be. nothing happens unless you're britney snow who fucked your teacher on prom and then prom night he comes and tries to kill you in the movie prom night there's not Dang. a lot happening we should night. watch that movie i soon, fucking real. loved that movie uh, i need to watch it it's been so long since i've seen it but lucas and chris do end up going to prom so that's really exciting peter gets prom king they they dance to their song so it's really cute it's, it is very cute. And it's also the eve of Lara Jean's birthday, so things get really, like, cuter because Peter's like, well, let's let's go get some food before we go to after prom. And he has worked with the diner they always go to to set up, like, balloons and candles and, like, a surprise party for her birthday. And they recreate the scene from Sixteen Candles where they kiss over the cake. Uh, and that's really cute. It is very cute. All her friends are there. Um, they get photos taken. And, you know, it's wonderful. Um, Peter's prom king, which is not nearly as important as homecoming queen. Maggie. <laughs> I, I, Maggie, I hate to tell you, like, <laughs> Maggie, you are a, po- a host on this podcast, but the podcast isn't about you. <laughs> Can we have a super fan? At some point, I'm begging a super, I'm begging a super fan to cut how many times I say I was homecoming queen together. Oh my god! It'd be like Vanderpump Rules when so when Stassi says it's my birthday. That and also Sheena saying Rob. Oh my god! Or like oh yeah, like oh he can do it in under he he put up a TV in under eight minutes or something. That one thing. He's my best friend. Yeah, that one too. That's so funny. The, the Vanderpump Rules editors are hilarious. Oh, they're so good. And it's it's down to crunch time. They have one more week left of school. They're yeah. at the pool. They're studying for finals. Laura makes a joke that Peter doesn't really take well about looking at other girls. Um, and <laughs> she's like, huh, <laughs> please don't. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, but next weekend, he is off to training camp at UVA on the weekend. So I guess he's just going to be gone for the weekend. Yeah. So it's like we learned that like he's going to be busy with his training for lacrosse. But twist of the tables here. Lara Jean gets off the wait list and gets into UNC. And so she like talks to Chris because she's like, P- Peter's gone. I got to pick the next best person. And Chris, a ride or die that she is, yes. says, Lara Jean, I'm coming to pick you up right now. We are driving the three and a half hours and we're going to go look at the campus. It is such a fun road trip. Yeah. Halfway there, Lara Jean's phone is dying. Chris's is drained. GPS works. Like it's just, it's such a fun 
chaotic trip. Yeah, because, like, they don't have chargers. They're just kind of, like, going. They didn't really tell anyone where they're going or yeah. why. And um, they get there, and Laura Jean's kind of grooving with it. They have the best time. They go to, like, a concert venue. They get they, sushi. They get sushi. They meet some, like, students there, and they're like, oh, my God, it's awesome here. Here's my number if you end up deciding to come here. Uh, I'd love to, like, show you around. That like, girl picked UNC over Princeton. Yeah. Like, you can tell that the people love it. And later, yeah. Chris is like, takes a moment to be like, maybe I shouldn't go to Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, but also, you definitely need to go to UNC because I feel like you belong there. Exactly, yeah. And they they know it's getting late, but they decide to go to the old well on campus. And they just talk more about life. But then they're like, oh, shoot, we got to get back. And they get back home at 3 a.m. And Dad and it's Trina mad. are pissed. Uh, and Laura Jean's like, I'm so sorry, but I got into UNC. And they're like, that's awesome, but we're still mad at you. We're still mad at you. And it seems like as she's falling asleep at dawn that she's officially decided that it's going to be UNC. Yeah. And when she wakes up, um, there's a text and a phone call from Peter. But he's at practice again today. He doesn't have time. So she FaceTimes Margot, and Margot's so excited to see her. Yes. And talk to her about the fact that she's not going to go to William & Mary. Exactly, yeah. Um, Peter comes over that night. And she tells him about UNC. Yep. And now he's suddenly, like, worried about long distance. Where it's, And she's like, well, it's only, like, an extra, like, hour out of the way. Like, it's not, that's not, like, the end-all be-all. And Peter's like, maybe it is the end-all be-all. Like... Yeah, yeah, so things are tense. He's like, it's going to be so hard. You're going to be far. I'm going to be training and school. And he's processing this. And it, he's not too excited because he's like, I think college is going to be, like, hard on us individually. And then, yeah. you know, us together. Yeah. But you know what? Instead of just sitting here and talking about it and feeling our feelings, let's go to a big party. And let us let me drink my feelings. Because Peter gets a little lit at this party. Uh, we do get a brief run-in with Jen. She still sucks, in case you all were wondering. Yep. Um, yeah, she says, good luck with long distance. I doubt he'll stay devoted to you. Yikes. Um, but Peter gets a little, little too lit, and uh, Lara Jean gets kind of upset at this and ends up getting Lucas to give her a ride home. Yeah, um, she gets a ride home with Lucas, and it, it's taking a while to text Peter back, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, I don't think it's fair for him to be upset with her. Yeah, they, 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 they get past it. They're hanging out the next day, and Peter's finds out that her dad and Josh still email sometimes. Like, they're still buddy-buddy. And so Peter, trying to be the all-star boyfriend that he is, decides he's going to plan uh, Lara Jean's dad's bachelor party. Yeah, because apparently dad isn't doing anything for the bachelor yeah. party. And, um, like, this would be a nice gesture if it wasn't out of trying to make himself look good in comparison to Margot's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Just a little bit weird. And his plans are nothing out of the ordinary. He's like, I could gather his friends. I could take him to a steakhouse. And that's nice, but that's very unrealistic. Unreal- a teenage boy would never do that. Yeah. I guess unless it's out of jealousy, which yeah, it is. Exactly. So it, it is. Uh, Kitty uh, pulls some strings since she can't go to the bachelorette party. She kind of plays Peter into inviting her to the bachelor party because she's like, well, I can't go because I'm underage. And Peter's like, well, that's not fair. Like, you can come to the, the steakhouse. So, like, he kind of gets, gets played. He gets played real hard. They get their yearbooks. You know, senior year is finally wrapping up. And it's end of the year classes. Laura asked Peter to sign it. And he's like, I will. I will. Um, but can I take it home? And she's like, okay, but you have to bring it back immediately because I need 
everybody in this class to sign it. And he doesn't bring it back the next day. No, th things get a little tense because Lara Jean wants to get her signatures and she can't because Peter's holding this yearbook hostage. But also, like, that she, like, needs him to have, like, the last pay, like, s spot in his yearbook. But Why it's like, now? Like, I know. Why can't you just wait a week to have him sign I it? I know, like, just block it off with, like, a piece of construction paper, tape that down, and then... Go get your other signatures. I don't know. Things are tense. Lara brings up a beach week she's going to go to where all the seniors rent houses and they stay on the beach for a week. And Trina's really excited that she's going to this because when she did beach week, she got so drunk like all the time and had the, just the best time. And she gives Lara Jean her buddy system where it's like, great, in your house, always one of you should have like a sober night so that way you can take care and hold people's like hair back when they get too drunk. Trina's a fucking real one. And like her dad's like, what? <laughs> I know. Her dad's not excited, but Trina's so excited for her. Meanwhile... Peter forgets her yearbook again on the last day of school, and she's like, Peter! And he's like, I can go get it. But she's like, no, 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 no. So they go to his house afterwards. And they start, start making out. And she sees her yearbook. And it's empty. And There's she's so pissed. It's been days, and he hasn't been able to write anything. Um, but they talk about it. Yeah, he's. It, it seems like I mean, there's there would be a pretty mental break if that felt like the last goodbye. Yeah. Which it is. Um, you know, he hasn't written anything. He says, too, he drops in this moment that he did go to his dad's house for dinner with his little brother, and he was like, I guess I, he's trying to be in my life, so I invited him to graduation. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a chance. And Largie's really excited about this. Um, and also, Margot uh, comes home again in the for summer. Yep. Um, and she's once again upset at all the changes that have been made. Oh, because, she's being so cold because to Trina. Because Trina's stuff is everywhere, and Margot didn't get to have an opinion of this. Um, yeah, Trina does a very nice thing, which is like, I moved your birth control because I didn't know if if your dad knew about it or anything. And she was like, I don't keep secrets from my dad, thank you. And he's a gynecologist. Actually, my dad is yeah. very hands-on about my sex life to the point we want to fuck each other. Maggie. It seems like half the time they have such a bad <laughs> relationship. Yeah, so like there's tension between... Um, Margo and Trina, Peter ends up picking up on it because it's like, it's very, very obvious. Yeah. Um, He's and, like, Margo's being all prissy. Yeah. And it's it's not good because there's just, they're just, they're just button heads. Peter's offering some insight. He's like, maybe for the wedding we can get some of those like little lit lanterns to make a tribute to your mom. Yeah. And that's where Margo's like, why would we talk about mom on their wedding day? And it's like, because it's Cause nice it's thing a to tribute? do. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Margo. Um, and now it's graduation day, uh, and uh, everything goes well, everything's cute, Peter's dad doesn't show up, which is not ideal. Yeah, it really tanks his mood. And uh, to make things a little bit more tense, dad, as a fun surprise, says, hey y'all, for the entire month of July, you're going to Korea, which would be really exciting if it wasn't, you know, the, the last, last summer she gets to spend with Peter before they both go to school. No time to lose your virginity. Exactly. If you're you going to be in another country. You can't lose your virginity if you're in Korea doing cooking classes. Like, you can't do that. This um, is not good timing, obviously. Like, things are a little bit distant between her and Peter. Peter's mm -hmm. looking really tense and is being distant after graduation when the family gets dinner. Um, yeah. And it's not really, like, texting her back as much. Yeah, she does give Peter the scrapbook at this moment, though. And she does tell him that, like, he, she ran into his dad. Um, which seems to which go Which seems over. to go, like, better, fine. fine. Uh, yeah. She also asks Margot about her first time having sex in this point of the book, too. Yes. Um, she's covering all her bases. She's like, what did you miss most when you went to college? And then also, what, what sex 
What it what sex? Um, so they have a, a nice little big sister, little sister moment there. And she's like, it, so it seems like it's you know, like, you know, we're finally going to get some sex in the book. And Lara Jean's like, because I want a really, really special first time. Um, and Lara Jean does finally drop the bomb to Peter. Hey, I'm going to Korea for a month. And Peter is not happy about it. No, he's not happy, which fucking sucks for them because it's off to Beach Week. It's Beach Week and Peter is distant and she is not happy about it. Uh, yeah. And to make matters worse, they run into John Ambrose McLaren at a party who's just vibing, eating some baby carrots and really excited to introduce everyone to his girlfriend. He's got this new girlfriend, Dipti, who is the one that is going to Michigan. And I mean, it, it seems like they could be ha- have a fun double date. Yeah, no, them. but Peter's kind of just like a, a jerk to him. Peter's being very weird and defensive and puts him in his place a bit by... Uh, essentially indicating that John is, like, second rate to him. Yeah, and Lara Jean gets really upset about this. He's like, why are you being a baby? You are so insecure. Yeah. And she leaves. And the next day she makes him breakfast, and he's not even around because he's training. Yeah, he's like, I can't have French toast because it's not part of my uh, diet right now. Um, So things are just, things are just tense. Yeah, they, they do end up talking uh, at later at a party, and they they end up going away to just kind of like be together. And Lara Jean says, "I'm ready to have sex." So things take a big, big turn. Yes, and a lot of it is obviously exasperated by the anxiety of there's tension. Lara Jean distance, overheard yeah. someone at some party being like, "I could never do long distance." Um, yeah, and wonder what my man is up to. But good yeah. for you. Yeah, and Lara Jean does uh, what Lara Jean does, and she has to excuse herself from this uh, foreplay moment to go put on her nice little underwear set. Um, yeah, to make Peter's this like, more I special. don't care if you're wearing ugly underwear, and she's like, No, 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 I have this pink one that I yeah uh, picked planned. out. Yeah. Um, and she's like, has a condom and then the dad gave her. Exactly. And Peter, Peter starts getting a little uncomfortable and he's like, Hey, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. He's like, I didn't really imagine this is like our first time. Um, it, it seems like you're not doing this cause you want to. Yeah. He's like, he, they kind of have a fight about like her, Peter saying, Hey, it feels like you want to have sex with me to like close a chapter on us. Yikes. And it's like, oh, it's a, they, have a, they have a big, big truth fight of, you know, the reality of her going to UNC, the reality of the distance that's been between us. And he's like, I think I should leave. And yeah. He leaves so much. Ouch. Yeah. He apologizes the next day and, oh, God, to make matters worse, she gets a phone call from Peter's mom. Yeah. And, and she's essentially egging her into breaking up with him. Yeah, which is so horrible because she's like, hey, well, Peter's going to be, like, really busy with training and I would hate for a girl to get in the way of that. So back off of my son. Like, yeah. that's literally the gist. She's like, he's talking about transferring to UNC, too, the next year. And I just want him to be present and I don't want his grades to suffer. So I know, and yeah. I know he'll do the right thing. Yeah. And Fuck make, her. And if, as if Lara Jean didn't have enough to worry about, Marco is still upset with Trina. This time she's upset that uh, Trina is not the biggest fan of Korean food and Margo's like well I would hate for dad to just stop making Korean food because Trina doesn't like it and Lara Jean's like no one said that he was gonna stop making Korean food it was just like we're just saying it's okay that it's not Trina's favorite type of food yeah Lara really puts her foot down she's like you need to see the positives of Trina. She's a mom to Kitty, and that's literally yeah. all that matters. And Kitty even stands up to Margo and is like, you're just like, you're just, you're being like a bitch right now, essentially. Yeah. Like, you need to stop this. Trina's really great, and like, you're being really mean to her, and it's really unfair. And Margo gets really upset at this. 
Yeah, Mario yeah. does. And like, and then Laura Jean has to like met middle man the two of being like, okay, Kitty, we gotta apologize to Margo because Margo just feels left out, but also Margo needs to be nicer to Trina. So we kind of get a like a like a like a ground zero moment. We kind of just like yeah. simmer everything down. It's left out like Margo will try to you know do her best to yeah, accept Trina exactly, which is perfect because it is time for her bachelorette her 90s bachelorette karaoke party um which fun is fun and someone orders an apple martini and Lara Jean is like oh let me try it oh I don't even taste like any alcohol Lara Jean starts stealing sips of people's drinks to the point that That Lara Jean gets drunk yes she gets very drunk and um Trina's like, when did you get so drunk? I do not want your dad to see you like this, which, uh, too bad for her because... The boys are on the way from their steakhouse dinner. The boys are back in town. Peter rolls in with the bachelor party and is, like, kind of amused that Lara Jean's drunk. He's like, are you drunk? Yeah. Uh, and the amusement doesn't last long because Lara Jean combusts from the inside. She lets all of her anxieties out. They're, like, sitting outside on the curb so she can get fresh air and is basically, like, I just don't think that we should um, be together. And your mom, it kind of indicates that his mom had a little yeah. bit of things to say. And then Peter, obviously upset, basically just says, like, well, fine, then I guess we shouldn't be together. And he, like, leaves. Lara Jean ends up just bursting into tears and, like, throwing up. And her dad's like, what is happening? Is she drunk? And, like, Trina and Margo are banding together and, like, covering for Lara Jean. Uh, but it's not looking <laughs> Not they they're like okay we'll be we'll be good on you we get your drunken yeah. and literally just vomited um but you did break up with Peter so it's a hard day yeah and the next day she's super hungover and like, she yeah oof. she she tries to call Peter but he's not answering um but then also Chris comes over to say goodbye because Chris is leaving first and this is kind of where Lara Jean starts to realize like oh this is all really happening like this is like an, an end of a chapter and like I, I knew this was going to happen but this is really what this feels like now. Yeah, kind of an end of her chapter on youth and then the opening yeah. of the beginning of a beautiful story with her dad and Trina as they get ready for the wedding. Yeah. The next day, um, they're all pitching in. Yeah. They're Lara Jean and the siblings, Kitty and Margot. They're making decorations, like last minute food things. Yeah. And uh, Lara Jean has a really like nice conversation with Peter. I'm not Peter, with Trina beforehand because Trina's like smoking and Lara Jean's like, don't worry, I won't tell dad. And she's like, I'm really worried that I like mess things up with Peter. And Trina's like, I really think he'll come around. She also tells Trina about like Peter's mom. Uh, and, and she's like, what a bitch. Yeah, like she calls Peter's mom a bitch, which is like, yeah. true, thank you, Trina. And Trina's like, if you regret breaking up with him, just ask for him back, just fight for him. Yeah, and like Lara Jean's like, I don't think he'll come to the wedding. And Trina's like, shut up, he's gonna come. He's gonna come. And, you know, she, it's such a sweet moment. She's like, when did you decide on my dad? And Trina's just like, I just kind of took a leap of, leap of faith. Yeah. And the next day, the wedding's really going off without a hitch. Yeah, they, they also do uh, a really cute, like, uh, dad-daughters dance where, like, each person steps in it at, like, the proper time. So, like, Margo was first, then Lara Jean, then Kitty. It's All really, really song. sweet. Very yeah. cute. And when Lara Jean is done dancing with her dad, who shows up? But Peter. Peter. Um, and they apologize to each other and essentially make up again. And Peter has finally written her yearbook message. And mm-hmm. it's it's another contract, which is really sweet. It's another contract, um, and he also is pretty vulnerable in saying that he was afraid that she was going to dump him, and he admits, I'll never feel for anyone the way that I do for you. Yeah. And the amended college contract in her 
yearbook ends on Peter will love Laura Jean with all his heart always. Yeah, it's really, really cute. Um, and then we, we kind of fast forward to the end of their summer and it's the night before they both go off to college and they're having just like a, a meteor shower date night and, you know, Kitty wasn't allowed to come and they just kind of enjoy each other's company. Yeah. It's kind of implied that they could have sex in this night, but they don't. But they don't. He instead admits like the first time he knew he liked her, which was the sixth grade assembly. Yeah. And he said that he thought her hair was cute and he liked her little rhinestone backpack. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's where the book ends. It's a really sweet ending. That's where it all don't, We don't get, ends. we don't get to know like what, what happens next. We just kind of get the like. This is the this is the end of the high school portion of it. We don't. And that is what our top five is actually about, is the top yeah. five things that we think happen after this book ends. Yeah. Should we do our canceled character first? Ooh. I think we both have the same one. I would... Okay. Who? Peter's mom. Oh, Peter's mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Who are you going to say? I was going to gut reaction say Margot. Oh, she's also a, a good one. Katrina. But also, but also Peter's mom was on call. Fucking for. sorry. Suburban moms are so oh hands on about their. I remember I was driving once with Sean and this other kid who was the kid of one of the Dobbitts kids. I don't even care. Honestly, the Dobbitts family, if you guys ever get a hold of this, <laughs> I hope you fucking suffer, have suffered for so long. And the mom was saying on the phone to him, he said he was hanging out with me and she said, Maggie Gates, isn't that the girl that smokes pot? Yes, because I'm fucking cool, Teresa, or wow. whatever your name is. Damn. Um, so yeah, Peter's mom is the canceled character this week. All moms who are way too involved, it is high school. Let us smoke pot if we want. And with that, that's going to transition us into our top five <laughs> of things that uh, Maggie and I think might happen after the fact, after the ending. Yes. Uh, starting off with number five, you want it. We want it. They finally have sex on winter break. Yeah, I think it's going to happen on winter break. I don't think it'll happen on a weekend trip because having sex in a dorm room is not romantic at all. So they'd probably do something on winter break. Yeah. Um, number four, uh, this is way, way, way in the future. You don't know where this one's going. We, we, we have agreed that Kitty at some point will develop an app that will be worth millions of dollars. I think she makes Candy Crush. What? Candy Crush has already come out by the time this book was written. Yeah. All right, fine. She makes Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Maggie. <laughs> that was 2014, too. Uh, number three, I think this one's really fun. Dad and Trina become swingers. I mean, I could see it. They probably fuck. Wear that upside down pineapple to work. Let's go. Indicate you um, And then number two, we think Chris, this is going to Chris. We don't think she's going to spend the full year in Costa Rica. We think she'll last maybe six months and then come back home and do community college before going off to an actual, uh, like, four-year university. Yes. And for number one, our last one, we are thinking that Lara Jean does, in fact, move to New York City, and Peter follows her, and he works in sales. And we don't know what Lara Jean's doing for work. We, we Our brains couldn't do that work. No, she just wanted to make it to New York City, and then afterwards, who knows? Exactly. I have no idea what Lara Jean's major will be, and that's for another another time or another person to figure out. Yeah. Um, but that that's it. That's always and forever, Lara Jean. It's that's over. That's it. We did it. That's like, this is really the end of season six, save for our wrap-up episode that'll be coming out next week. 
And you will figure out what book series we are doing in our wrap-up Oh my episode. god, I completely forgot. That's something we talk about in our wrap-up episode. I just remembered it. And thank you for remembering. Uh, and I'm really excited because it's going to be a fun season. It's, hey, but it, is there ever not a fun season of Yahweh Reddit? This will be a good time. It's going like to be a really everyone. good time, just like the Black Eyed Peas song. Um, and it's going to be a good night. And you want to know what else is a good time? Uh, following us on social media. You can follow us at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura on Instagram, at Yahweh Reddit on TikTok, at Yahweh Reddit on Twitter. And uh, if you want to email us, we are Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. We love an email. We love an email. And also, if you're if you're feeling kooky, maybe give us five stars on Spotify, on iTunes. That's very helpful to our, our podcast. Oh, we, we cannot please. emphasize that enough. I know you hear it day in and day out. You hear it every episode you listen to, and you're like, yeah, but that, I, I'll do it eventually. But the sooner you do it, the more it helps us, and we really appreciate it. I put in all my effort. I, I threw a party this past week and made a whole sign to read the podcast, and, and people left and didn't, and that made Becky yeah, sad. And it made Becky sad because people acknowledge the sign but nobody actually gave gave the review didn't know how hard it is to be both charming and annoying at the same time hey nobody it's does exhausting nobody for me. nobody does it like we do it's exhausting for me. um and with that if you want to listen to us be just as charming and just as annoying wait yes. till next week because this is when we'll do our wrap up and we're really excited to kind of say goodbye to lara jean and peter and all the boys We've loved before. Uh, this has been our podcast. Y'all be read it. And we will see you next week. Maggie, do you have anything else to say before I stop recording? Nope. Um, just live long and prosper. I caramba. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> you were just listening to an Audiment podcast.